When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your grandma's favorite podcast. It's the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. And we are Sans Jim today because he had conflicts with his wife. So not not they're, they're not conflicting. No, they, no. They, he they just planned had, something and they he couldn't planned, get out of it. So. Right. Christmas yeah. shopping and all that. So yeah, it's, it's we understand. It's a forgiving time of yes. year. Yes, I, I realized that by saying he has conflicts with his wife. It sounds like they're having marital issues. They are no, not. No, there's a uh, scheduling conflict due to his wife, but it's fine. Yes, yes, that's better. Well, and uh, we apologize that we have not recorded in three weeks, or yeah. it's been three weeks since we recorded because of Thanksgiving. We took the week off, and then last week I had a funeral I had to uh, attend, and Abby left her podcasting stuff. At yeah, at home. my house. And I was gone for the weekend and I was like, well, that kind of sucks because I had planned to bring it all with me and it was all in the bag and I left it right on the floor, right by the door. So it was awesome, but it's fine. But we are back. Not back. quite full force, but we're back. Full enough. The pain, Yeah. 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 We, 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 the podcast is producing about as well as the Penguins power yeah. play at the moment. More or which, less. So in the last uh, three weeks. Since we have recorded, which we last recorded, we released an episode on the 18th. The Penguins have gone three, six, and three, totaling a total of quick maths 12 points. Hang on. No, What's nine it? points, excuse me. And uh, did I do that what wrong? What other did game did we after? lose in overtime? We lost uh, the Nashville game on the 28th and the two Flyers games mm. this last week, Saturday and Monday. I forgot that one was an OTO. My bad. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we got a total of nine points out of a possible. I'm not good at quick math, so I don't know. I don't but... know. Out of a possible, a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that to say. And, I.e. Uh, the Penguins have not been doing great. No. And uh, the, the the main reason we can, we can point numbers at a... a Point numbers, point fingers. point fingers at a lot, at a number of places, and uh, but the the main thing that we have to call out is the power play. Yes, the I power play has been abysmal this year. It's so funny because that was the one thing everyone was hyping up about. It's like, oh my gosh, and I was super excited about it too. Like we're gonna have such a good power play because you got Sid, you got Gina, you got Jake, you got. Uh, Latang, and now you've got Carlson, and we have no excuses for not doing well on the power play. No excuses. No. And in the few games that I've watched over the past couple weeks, it's it we're just not connecting on anything. Like yeah. passing is terrible. Like those those breakout plays, they're just not connecting. Like outlet passes are getting are turning into turnovers, and like everything we try to do. It's just, it's not working. And yeah. that, I feel like, isn't entirely our fault. I mean, the player's fault. But, like, also, you have some of the best players in the league. Like, you should be, at least on the power play, scoring yeah. more than 9.9% of the time. Yeah. That's, plain and simple, is the issue. Like, you have so many guys on the team that they're all, oh, no, you go, you go. That's what I've seen. Is oh, when yeah. we do get set up in the offensive zone, which is fairly little time, we yeah. we we don't shoot the puck. It's the pass, the pass, the pass. Which they've had issues before in the past. Like last year, they had issues with that. But at least they scored more than they are right. now. We have seven power play goals in twenty five games. All I, I, Mike Rupp has been doing the the TV broadcast. The Rupper, yeah, yep. For the color commentating with Josh Getzoff, mm-hmm. he 
had had it the other night. He's like, just shoot the puck. I I like how honest he is. Like, I loved Bob Airy, but Mike Rupp is very, very good as well. And he was just like telling it how it is. He's like, if you do not shoot the puck on the power play, you will not score. And he's like, this team is so pass first that you are never going to score because you are never taking a dang shot. And he's like, you have some of the best players in Carlson, Latang, Crosby, Malkin, and they keep looking for this pretty play when you just, at this point, with the way things are going, you just need to get pucks on net. Yeah. It's just frustrating. And (laughs) I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who said it, and I 100% agree with them. I may actually have, well, it's not Twitter anymore. Sorry, it's... uh, X. X, yeah. Uh, it's Kelsey Surmax. And, uh, it's just some random person on Twitter. I don't know. I follow her. And she, she's a Bengals fan. But she was saying, and I 100% agree, and I, I've i said the same things, okay, that Mike Sullivan might not even make it out of Florida mm-hmm. as the coach of this team. If mm-hmm. we lose tonight to Florida, mm-hmm. they were. she was saying that the Tampa game, which I did not get to watch, was awful. Oh, it was that awful. The team looked it was awful. Disoriented. Uh, I in couldn't. Shambles. I turned it off after after Tampa scored their third goal because I was just like, this is ridiculous. We couldn't maintain any sort of offensive possession. We couldn't. We couldn't. Like we weren't taking shots. We weren't generating any sort of chances. The only players that looked any good were that third line. With Zahorna and Eller and um, Nylander, I think, was on that third line, too. Uh, Carter wouldn't have been? No, Carter was on the fourth line with Kapanen okay. and the other new guy. Sorry. Harkins, Harkins. Yeah, Anyways. Harkins. Because Nieto and Atari have been dead. So, anyways, yeah, it's it was just insane. The, the yeah. I, there are so many. I was writing a... a Yesterday, I was writing an article, um, a game preview for tonight's game, Pittsburgh's game against the Panthers tonight. And I was like, if we keep losing games, each game from now on is going to be gaining more importance. And if we can't win games, then, I mean, the whole point of playing is to win. Mm -hmm. And we're not finding ways to win. It doesn't even look like we're trying to win. No. It's just so frustrating. And there are so many problems with the team. Like, you could point to any facet of our game and say that needs improvement, except for maybe the penalty kill. I think I think the defense has been playing remarkably well. And the goaltending's the been... That, the the, the injuries go- that... Jari has been playing out of his mind. Yeah. But, I mean, just... You... Our skating you know, you needs to back. be better. Passing needs to be better. Scoring chances need to be better. Offensive zone possession needs to be better. Defensive, like locked, like, uh, like eliminating chances and eliminating like significant offensive zone possession. Like it happens all the time. It's uh, this team. Mm-hmm. I think it's mainly the forward group that is frustrating me. Because yes. I don't yeah. get, I don't get frustrated nearly as much with the defense. I don't get frustrated no. with the goaltending. When no. you watch. <laughs> When you watch it, it's it's forwards playing lackadaisical in the defensive zone and not rushing to get the puck up ice and and to nope. generate chances and it's just frustrating. But it's I think it's mainly just because our team is so old. Our team is just so old, yeah, and I don't know if there's anything that you can you can really do with it. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, okay. But I look at the roster as normally constructed when everyone's healthy, right? Uh, that third line, Zahorna, O'Connor, and Lars Eller, is awesome. Mm-hmm. They are. They play a great two-way game. They're the best they, line on they, our team right now. They're the best line on our team, both defensively all, and offensively combined. All, all around, like <clears throat> with chances produced, yeah. and like they're not necessarily scoring a whole lot, but they're getting yeah. way more chances than the Crosby and Malkin lines. Yeah, that fourth line does what it needs to do. They play mm-hmm. hard, gritty hockey, get offensive zone time. And if they're in the defensive zone, the other team's hardly scoring. Right. At least when it's constructed of Eller 
Not Eller, sorry. Achari, uh, Nieto, and Carter. Achari, Nieto, and Carter. Or no, yeah. not Carter. Who's been playing on that fourth line? Oh, uh, uh. Are you talking about Minestroza? Minestroza? I, yeah, needs to play he got, sent, he got sent back down, though. I don't know. Because he's not injured. Someone might be coming back from injury. Because there's, there's Harkins got called up. Harkins has been playing over Hannestroza. Yep. And uh, Koppinen, Koppinen is a new kid yep. who's been playing over. They keep saying Koppinen on the on the live stream or the, on the when they're on the TV broadcast, that's what I'm trying to say. And they say Koppinen, yeah. and I'm like, Kapanen? Who? Kapanen? It's not Kapanen, it's Koppinen. Yeah. And then, Anyways. honestly, I really like that second line, too. I, I like our lines. I Like, Smith has been an awesome addition. Once he yeah, Smith, figures out... Smith has been starting on the first the, line some, too. Yeah, once he figures out how to get that puck in the net again, mm-hmm. we'll, be, we'll be set, you know? One, one big loss, I feel is the fact that Ricard Raquel is injured and he hadn't scored at all before he went out. But like if if he hit his stride, I think he would be yeah. like a super impact player because he does like he's not a gritty player. That's not how I would define his game, but he's willing to get in there and to to fight for pucks and stuff. And I think more more so than than Jake or or like I don't know. Or what Riley Smith yeah. seems to be. I, I think, well, I think Carter or Raquel and Riley Smith are kind of on the same plane in that, like, they can play pretty much anywhere. But I don't know. I, I don't know what this I team needs right now, to be honest with you. Abby, all it is, honest to me, if this power play would start scoring at least once a game, when we get the opportunities, we would be winning a majority of these games that we're losing. That Flyers game I mean, on Saturday that's true. that we They've lost been... in overtime, mm. we had chances on the power play and we could not. We could not score. I think that is the biggest issue with this team. Jari has been playing out of his mind. The only reason we were in that Tampa Bay game that we won was because of Jari. In that mm-hmm. first period, he made 10, 10 bell saves that that you look back and like, if he lets that one in, we do not win that game. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Five, five of our seven losses have been one-goal games. So, you know, if you could score on the power play... We'd at least go to overtime. Yeah. We'd, yeah. Yeah. That is one of the biggest issues. And every time it comes on, I'm like, let's hope we don't give up a shorthanded goal instead yeah, of the I hope this is where is we more, go ahead. It's it's more of a liability than anything. The other yeah. night in Philly, I was like, I, I literally almost tweeted it and then I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. But I was like, Philly should be purposefully committing penalties at this point. Because they've they've well, had more quality chances on our power play than we have. Yeah. That's what Jim said. That's what Dad said uh, about that shootout uh, loss that we had. Torts, uh, one of his guys went down in the corner to go get the puck and f- slipped and ran into the boards. We had a three-on-two the other way. He sent another guy out. They got called for an illegal change. And J- Dad was like, well, the way our power play has been going, he Why did not it on stop purpose. The two on three and and give up. Yeah, yeah. Try and get on the power play. Give the power play to the uh, the Penguins so the Flyers because could have better the Penguins shot. play so sloppy on the dang power play. It's it's awful. This has just become a berate the Penguins session, but the they, way they're playing right now, I don't have any nice it, things dude. to say, except that Tristan Jari is a legend. Jari scored his goalie has goal. Been earning this contract. November thirtieth. There you go. Yeah, he scored his goalie goal. Lock the first goalie in. goal That's in NHL worth history. Five mil in my book. So I don't know. The first goalie goal in uh, not NHL history, Penguins history. Yes, in Penguins history, I did yeah. know that. I uh, I was on Instagram the other day. I wanted to mention this, and I saw a video of Brooks Orpik. He laid. It was in. I think it was, it was in, in. It was definitely was in the playoffs. It, I think it was in the Stanley Cup. It final. was in the. It was in the Stanley Cup final against Detroit. Against Detroit. Yeah, and he laid five hits in the in the span of a minute, and I was like, "Dang, that's the kind of player that Pittsburgh doesn't have right now, and that we really, really need one player to step up and do that." Which I think might be John Ludwig. Have you seen him play? Yes. He dropped the gloves with I don't remember who it was. Mick. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was against Nashville. What game he dropped was it? the gloves. 
I think it was Nashville. I think it was McMahon maybe. But but he this guy was like six seven that he dropped the gloves with and he fought him. He lost. But the fact that he was willing to drop the gloves with this guy, I don't even remember why. I think he hit someone or whatever. And he that was just a nasty Michael game. Michael McCarron. There were Michael McCarron. I knew it was Mick something. Um McCarron, yeah. And um but John Ludwig has been like the only guy on the eyes willing to take to make a hit like that consistently. You know what I mean? You need that pretty guy. Zahorna will too. But I think But not consistently. Like like players don't don't know like certain players just like make you nervous when you're on the ice with them, i.e. Tom Wilson or Ryan Reeves. You're like you're keeping your head up. And like making sure that they're not anywhere around you when you have the puck. And I think the Penguins really need someone like that because they've just, I don't know. Because physicality has been lacking in their game so much too. But I think yeah. they just need to find their identity because I think they're like riding the line on so many things. Like they're almost a good power play team, but they're not. They're almost a really physical team, but they're not. You know, they're almost whatever. They're like so close but they're not. They just need to find what their identity is. I think the lack of identity with a lot of the younger players, at least, comes because they're with Crosby and Malkin and they want to score. Mm-hmm. They want to be what Crosby... But they don't need to be. We have right. plenty of scorers. Right. What they need to be is who they are. We brought you in for a reason. Right. Like that's why Achari and Nieto were so important to this team. They were young ish enough that they're not falling off, mm-hmm. but they know who they are. They know what their game is. They know that they're fourth line grinders. Know their role. Yeah. Third line I... grinders if we need to be. <sighs> Eller knows his role. He knows that he's supposed to take face offs and play a two way game. That's what he a is. Really, Put up a really 10 solid two way game. Mm-hmm. 20 goals, I... maybe. Well, I think the problem, too is that I don't think this team's identity can be a goal-scoring. Like, they they can't be a pure goal-scoring team like like they've been in the past because Gino and Sid and even Jake, they're just not there right now. Like, they're getting older. Latang is, is yeah. older. Carlson, they're old. So, like, you can't rely solely on those guys' talent. You have to... Like, all of you guys need to be playing a solid two-way game. And that's not what I've been seeing. Yeah. Also, their decision-making has just been terrible. So many turnovers. Yeah. It's it's bad. It's it's almost painful to watch. Yeah. And that being said, I know we in Pittsburgh don't like firing coaches. We don't like mid-season changes. If we fire someone, but I keep going back when we won the cup in 09, there was a coach fire in mid season. Was there actually mid season? The coach came in. We won the cup. Okay. Uh, when oh. we won the cups in 16 and 17 coach fire in mid season, Sullivan comes up. We win two cups. I keep thinking. And I love Mike. So I do. I think he's an awesome coach, but sometimes a change of voice in the locker room is what you need. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Craig Berube in St. Louis. That is true. A, a question though. I'm yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not saying no. Who replaces Sully if he gets fired? Todd Luigi. Oh, you think it stays within the system? Yeah. Yeah, you just bring up a coach. Hmm. Do you I think mean, you that could makes go it out and hire Do you think on the market, but I don't know who the do you think that makes a difference? Like it's still a voice that people yes. have always heard. It, it doesn't matter because the guys in the locker room are like, oh, crap. None of us we, are saying, if Sully can get the axe, all of us can be traded or axed eventually. That's, yeah. Like, and, or, okay, maybe not Mike Sullivan. Maybe Todd Reardon goes because the man is in charge of the power play and the power play blows. That is true. It sucks. Too. Yeah, he's not been doing a great job. Not gonna lie. No. So there's, but there's got to be a change. You can't just you, you can't just yeah. rinse and repeat every every time. 
No, something's gotta, it, something's gotta give. Something's gotta give. This is this this team that I'm seeing is not even a playoff contender. No, I mean you're sitting no. seventh in the Metro. There's no way. And Carlson was your last big thing to push you to the playoffs to win another cup with Sid Gino Tanger. And okay, Latang and Carlson together, one of the best best defensive cores in the in the league. Those two guys, best defensive line in the league. I saw I, it was on uh, someone shared advanced analytics. They've hardly been and, on the uh, ice together, though. They don't they don't hardly ever play them together unless it's probably like right after a penalty kill. But even then, Tanger's a penalty killer. I I one they're both right handed, so I would not suggest doing that. Also, neither of them are super defensively responsible. This is what I was saying at the beginning of the year. I don't think they're worth the liability yes. that they bring. If you have they've been putting them both on the first power play, which hasn't really changed anything. I think they were hoping it would, but it didn't change anything. And I I'm sure they're awesome together, but I think they're they're way too big of a defensive liability when our forwards are also not very defensive. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I disagree. I think well, agree to disagree. also also we need something and maybe that's the something not, not that our defense is an issue but no I don't know I, also Jari's been playing really well you know how many like you could give up a couple just yeah. to get the offense going for a little bit I guess but also you know how Patrick Line was healthy scratched you know and apparently mm-hmm. Philly healthy scratched Couturier the other night, and yeah, they just this is it's a new thing in the league, I guess. Coaches healthy scratching players that aren't doing well. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe you healthy scratch. I don't know one of your top six guys. I don't know who you don't healthy scratch Malkin or Gensel. I don't know. Yeah, that works well with Maybe. younger stars. That does not go over. Well no, I know you don't. You don't do that to the veterans. Definitely not. But like, and Rusty's injured right now. Raquel's out. Like, Smith is older. This like, thing can, I don't can think we'd be able to healthy scratch guys. But I'm just saying, that's been uh, a trend in the league right now too. So I don't know, because because something, 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 something. Just do it's, something. Show me that you care and that you're trying. Because right like now it just feels of, like. It's the meme with Patrick and the Rock. Go ahead, do something. Yeah, with the exactly. Stick the, that's how do I feel something. with the team. But yes. there's our 20 minute lament on. Uh, Has it been 20 minutes for real? The Penguins. I mean, pretty darn close. I think. I'm so sorry, y'all. Hey, I will say. I will say we we shut out Vegas. That was huge. We that did. was that, that was Alex Nedeljkovic in net. So that was ginormous. So yeah, there were there were good things this yeah this season and uh but uh, December has not been looking <laughs> good. That's all I have to say. We did get two points though. I mean, if we're gonna lose, might as well lose in overtime. But right now we're sitting at five hundred. Okay, which is in <laughs> that in that overtime game. I think it was the the Nashville one. Ryan O'Reilly literally running into Crosby and knocking okay. over our other guy to. Uh, everyone was that saying that goal. that was interference, but it definitely to me it looked like Crosby initiated contact. It really looked like Crosby initiated contact. Huh. O'Reilly was just trying to stay on side, and Crosby was coming in. It looked like he clipped himself because he skated right into O'Reilly. To me, I would not have called that interference. Like yeah, I wanted to but- because I'm a Pens fan. But it did not look like interference to me. Okay, well, I thought it was interference. I didn't see what you saw, but that's just but- that's just my opinion. And I always like to go against the grain a little bit sometimes. But like, even in this case, like I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that that wasn't interference. Everyone was saying, "Oh, that's such a bad call, ref." I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, but okay. I I did not see what you me. saw, but. Yeah, I watched that game live. I watched that one. I've been so I've been getting 
for the listeners, I and now live with my grandma. And so I've been getting her to watch hockey. And so she's been watching it with me. She's been asking questions like, now what, yada, yada. And last night we were watching the Dallas game, Dallas, uh, Dallas, Washington. And it was Matt Duchesne's uh, thousandth game. And I was like, grandma, uh, this guy right here, he's played a thousand games tonight. She was like, ooh, he's kind of good looking. Is he married? And I'm like, yes, grandma, he's married. Oh, my goodness, But anyways, she's hilarious. But she's getting into hockey, which I'm very happy about. But so we've been watching a lot of hockey lately that's not a lot of not as much penguins hockey because it makes me sad we'll watch the first period and a half probably and then turn it off and then by the time they're down seven nothing you're like okay it's done yeah it's time (laughs) but anyways a little peek into my life it's been fun yeah but anyway all that to say the penguins are not dead yet not yet but if they don't a long shot it's a it's a long season yeah it is. It is a long and, season, uh, but we're. Uh, I don't know if we can't string what? together some wins. If we can't string together some wins in December, we are very, very. We'll be very lucky if we're even sniffing the playoffs. In my opinion. Um, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's talk about that. So the Penguins are twelve points out of first place. That's not that far out. But it's also From third looking place, like... they're only they're only four places out of third place, which is an instant finals or instant playoff appearance. Right. Right now, though, too, I'm thinking both wild cards are coming from the Atlantic because the Atlantic is very good this year. That would be opinion. correct. Well, no. Right now, Carolina holds the second second. Second wild card spot because of they have Percentage. two games in hand on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right, but at the when it's all said and done, I do think both wild cards are coming out of the Atlantic. The Atlantic is, is just way more competitive. Very possible. But the fact that Philly's in second right now, I was cool. just going to say my uh, my preseason predict predictions are totally blown away by Philadelphia it, being decent. Oh, Nashville's in the wild card in the in the West. I didn't realize that. Ooh, oh, I think someone said that Nashville was gonna um uh make the playoffs. You guys Edmonton's rising too. Lamented the funeral. Also, who called the Arizona Coyotes? Honestly, they're doing pretty solid this year. Arizona Coyotes. I don't think they'll make the playoffs in the end of it, but they're doing pretty well. Right so, now, both both wild cards are from this the central, which is surprising because the central's kind of lopsided. Yeah, the young players are finally stepping up for them. Uh, mm-hmm. But we did, okay, we did prove the curse of Andrew wrong because the Canucks are still doing very well. Did you switch back to the Canucks? Is that what it was? Yeah, I went from the Canucks last year to Seattle this year, back to the Canucks now. Yeah, and Seattle still sucks. So. Seattle still stinks. Yeah, they're not doing the hottest. It's okay. It's goaltending for Seattle. Or, yeah, Seattle. It's goaltending. But, I mean, you look at yeah. the Metro, right? And the Rangers and Philadelphia's have a positive goal differential. And then the only other team that has a positive goal differential is the Penguins. Thanks to that 10-whatever victory against Vancouver. Or San Jose, sorry. San Jose. I don't know if that's just it, though, because we have our losses, like you said, have all been pretty close one-score games. Yeah, that's true. So when we're beating teams, we're beating teams pretty handily. But when we're losing, it's, you know, 2-1, to 3-1 to one overtime losses. Well, yeah, that is true. Not in overtime, because look at twelve two nothing against the Ducks, five three win against the Blue Jackets, and then you got the five two loss, four two loss to Carolina and the Devils. But then three nothing against Vegas, one nothing loss against the Rangers, three two to loss to Buffalo, three two win to Toronto, three two loss to uh, Smashville, four two win over Tampa. Like, well, and then, yeah. yeah, you do have the ten two, which is probably why we're we're sticking at that pace we are, but four nothing against the Capitals back in October. Uh, Yeah. Hang on. Let me see. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know. That's what I think, but as I'm looking back in October, it's not too like three, nothing loss two one loss, six, three loss four two loss. Oh no. I guess those are pre 
Those are up there okay. preseason. Never so mind. we've been averaging 2.87, according to moneypuck.com, 2.87 goals per 60. So not counting overtime. I don't know if there's a goals per game on here or not, but so 2.87, that's fifth in the fifth in the league. So in that area, scoring, I mean, yeah, you're right. When we lose, we lose close. And when we win, you know, except for a couple. Like but, yeah. usually in general, it's pretty close. They're like four to two, three to two, four to three type of games. There's a handful that aren't yeah. that way. But in general, we're scoring two to three games a night or two to three goals a night, which unless we're playing, I mean, Tampa. well, yeah, Andre Vasilevsky's back. So that helps. But we too. lit him up. Well, no, we didn't light him no, up. No, we, we didn't light him up. We scored him. three goals and then Jari. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't hey, know. I don't know. We'll That's see. Just, I, we'll see. We'll see. I hope for the best. I expect the worst. So. Yeah, valid. All right, now know. let's take a moment and hear from DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to for sports betting, but especially some of the lines you get in the NHL. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Alrighty. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. We have uh, two weeks of predictions to catch you up on, and then we will be predicting our next slate of games abby's got the mm-hmm. the the recap for you guys so uh abby go ahead oh do i have the recap i don't well hang on well i, I got me, the recap then no let me pull it up here i do have it all right so the last two weeks we predicted november 17th through november 28th and then the week after that we skipped because we didn't record and we just we were all over the place last week. So we didn't do any predictions last week. So we have two weeks of predictions. Um, week seven. Uh, hang on. I, Abby got two points. Andrew got three points. Jim got two points. So the scores at the end of week two were 20 for me, 18 for Andrew, 20 for Jim. Week eight. Uh, Abby got three points. Andrew got two. Jim got two. So, I Jim went two for five, Andrew went two for five, and I went three for five. Um, no one got any correct scores at all because we stink at that part of the predictions. But that means I now lead with twenty three points, Jim with twenty two, and Andrew with twenty. So there we go. I'm close. Not, I'm gaining. You're gaining. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, yeah. He did not do so hot, bit, but it's okay. Well, we all have our down. We all have our down weeks. Also, I just want to say this. Um, I was researching for an article last week and I and I discovered moneypuck.com. I always knew it existed, but I never realized how many like freakishly specific stats you can find out on there. So for all of you who like the analytical side of hockey, go check out moneypuck.com because it's actually like so fun to just input random players and just like see how well they do 
five on five per 60 or whatever if they're like a fourth line guy like you could oh my gosh he's actually a really good player if you played 60 minutes a night he'd be like insane anyway yeah i just think it's hilarious guys can't play 60 minutes a night i know they can't but anyways it's just a very fun website and like you can get so specific with certain things it's just wild certain line combinations whatever see how they're you know uh stats are and whatever so anyways on to predictions this week we've got oh you're gonna five games always five games you can go you can say it if you would like no it's fine i'll let you okay 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 i don't care the first just go first game this week gosh gosh Gosh. you're being so obnoxious fat lord anyways um saturday december 9th vegas at dallas I start predictions this week. Since Jim's not here, he sent Andrew his predictions, so Andrew will let us know what Jim's are, and then Andrew will give us his predictions. I'm going to say, I don't know. Dallas has been weird this year. They've been kind of falling off a little bit, but I am going to say Dallas by a score of 4-2. to two. All right, and then let me pull it up here. What did Jim, your daddy say? Jim has Vegas by a score of 5-3. to three. Hmm. Ain't no way Otter lets in four. Ain't no way. Actually, so. Otter's been last game Otter played. He played like garbage. So yeah, they well, played Otter Florida actually. actually. Five. Huh? He might put he might put up five. They may be up like five to one. Dallas comes back and tries that's to true. Come back and they might. Can't. He he got five scored on him on, on against Florida on Wednesday. So I'm not gonna say anything. It might happen. It was, you never know. Depressing, except it was depressing, except for the fact that I have Carter Verhege on one of my fantasy teams and then Alexander Barkov on the other one. So it was fine. Continue. <laughs> uh, I have Dallas four to three in overtime. Very nice. All right. Next game, same day, Saturday the 9th, Ottawa at Detroit. This is like the third time we've predicted this matchup. Hey. Because we predicted both Sweden games. It's true. You're correct. We did. Hey, so, I don't make. I don't pick the games, man. I don't pick the games. I just predict them. I'm gonna say Detroit because Ottawa's kind of a joke right now. They just every year they're like, oh, the Sens are gonna be so good this year. They're just always the same. It's kind of sad. I feel bad, but Detroit's gonna win three to one. Um, yeah, Jim thinks Detroit is also gonna win by a score of. Three to one. No way. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I say Detroit's going to win by a score of seven to two. So. <laughs> Holy snot. Yeah. I think uh, I think Detroit has a uh, power power, especially with Patty, Patty Kane. Kane. Patty Kane debuted for them last night. Did he score? I don't know. Let me check. Really, They quick. lost. They lost to the did Sharks. They? No. Yeah. Oh, no. I did see that. They scored. They scored four. And then and then San Jose scored four unanswered. I think. Yeah, it was pretty. Or maybe San Jose scored three unanswered. Yeah, it was. That was a nutty game. High scoring for sure. Uh, What was the final though? Six five in OT. Six five OT. Sheesh. Hang on. I want to see if did Patrick Kane get any. Patrick Kane got a dash one. Had sixteen thirty three of ice time. Dude, no. Yeah, he didn't get a single point on five goals. He didn't. He got three shots on any of them. Neither did the brain cat. The brain kitten. More like. And there was no scoring in the first period. No scoring in the first period. Okay, but elite offensive defenseman Jeff Petrie had a plus three. Oh, what a dude. Putting up no points. That's not a dude. That's a man. Yeah, that's great. Lucas Raymond scored a goal and got an apple. Love that guy. Vili Husso. Not not a great look for Vili. I I mean, mean, he only gave up six goals on 36 shots. Oh, they gave up two shorthanded goals. Uh-huh. Two shorthanded goals on the same power play. Oh, that is that's pathetic. Yeah. That is I did awful. see that. But Jan Bruna got two points. On both of, he uh, got a point on both Penn's of those shorthanded legend, goals. Legend Jan Ruda. Yeah, Penn's legend Jan Ruda. And Mikhail Grenland. Penn's legend. Well, that's how you let him get back into it. You're up four oh, nothing. Grenland scored the overtime winner. He got three points last night. That's insane. Tomash Hurl scored. And Nico Sturm scored two goals. Man, this is crazy. 
I'm kind of a Sharks fan. I don't I'm not like a Sharks to see fan, any team but I, that bad. I, 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 want, I want to see them do better. Anyways, moving on. December 12th, which is a <laughs> Tuesday, I believe. Let me make sure. December 12th is a... Wait. Tuesday, yes. You're yeah. Correct. No, it's a Monday. No, it's a Tuesday. No, yeah, it is a Tuesday. The 10th is a Sunday. For some reason, my calendar jumped to February. February oh, 12th is a Monday. That is awkward. Anyways, Toronto at the Rangers. Ugh, I don't like either of these teams. I don't want to see either team succeed, but I am going to say the Rangers for the pure fact that Toronto lost Joseph Wool the other night. Don't know if he's out for long term yet. I I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not. Well, maybe I will. But anyways, I'm going to say the Rangers are going to win by a score. Four to one. Jim has the Rangers winning by a score of one nothing, and Andrew has the Rangers winning by a score of four to two. Nice. Thanks. Okay, let me look up the Joseph Wall injury really quick. This is because... just us as a podcast collectively dumping on the 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 Leafs. But guys, mm-hmm. every year it's the same thing. Every year it's the same thing, and every year you just. You don't step up in big moments. You are the Dallas Cowboys. You beat up on bad teams and everyone thinks, oh, it's our year, it's our year. And then when you play an actual competition, you 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 poop the bed. That's what you do. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't apologize saying, for being right. They're saying he's going to miss some time. Martin Jones Joseph got Hill. recalled. Yeah, from Marley's. Jones yeah, got that recalled. That makes sense. So... So, yeah, they're not concerned. The Leafs aren't. They believe in Martin Jones, which is fair. Like I would, with I Samsonov would and Jones, with Samsonov and Jones. But however, their defense is kind of sucky. So, you know, I, mean, I think they could Mark beat Giordano. the Rangers. Actually, yeah. You think the, the Leafs Le- could beat the Rangers? I I mean I think it won't be as big of a blowout as I'm thinking that it will be. And probably not, but that's but why I did four to two. I added four one, which I mean, I guess if you're down like, I don't know, two to one, score and they two get a couple netters. empty netters. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. It's fine. Anyhow, uh, Philly, Philly Nashville, Nash. Tuesday again. I'm gonna say Philly wins this game because I don't like either of these teams either. I'm gonna say Philly wins this game. Wow. UC Saros has been butt this year, also, just so you know. Uh, yes, everything. Philly's going to... I follow welcome. the team. I know. I'm just I'm just reminding you. Like, <laughs> his stats are actually terrible. Philly's going to win uh, by a score of 4-3 to three in overtime. 4-3 to three in overtime. Uh, Jim has Philly winning 4-3 to three in overtime. No cap, really? I'm I'm not. No. I'm I'm dead serious. I'm reading the text verbatim. That's ridiculous. It's you're it's gonna say Nashville, right? I am gonna say Nashville. Ride or die, boys. Right. I you look back. You're ridiculous. I was just gonna say. I've I think never you've only gotten Nashville. And, you've never voted uh, against I, Nashville, and you've only gotten it right no, one time. No, that's a lie. I have. I picked Anaheim to beat Nashville. I believe. Um, Anaheim oh, but Nashville lost. won that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and every other game that Nashville has played that we predicted, I have predicted Nashville. And they've, they've won a couple times. They won last week time I, I picked them, the Chicago game. Um, but I'm going to say Nashville by a score of 3-1. to one. That one is – that. this is a game that Nashville, as stepping back from my Nashville fandom. Bias. My Nashville bias. This is a game that Nashville could have. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not this saying – that's why I said an OT victory because I don't think it's going to be – like a huge, you know, blowout. Yeah. But I yeah. do think Philadelphia right now playing above where they should be playing. They don't know they're bad yet. They don't know they're bad yet. That's the thing. And, and, and neither, did, neither did amazing. neither did Florida last year. But it, it took them all the way to the to the cup final. You know what I mean? Uh Florida was riding a resurgent Bobrovsky. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Are you saying are you saying but, but Philadelphia saying, has Samuel Ayrson? The best rookie goalie in the league right now with Joseph. They Lola. also have Kata Hap. 
do you think Carter Hart is is a resurgent Bob Ross? No, I think think I think Samuel Harrison is good enough to win him games. No, he's not. Not to make the playoffs, but I'm saying Nashville. Or not not to win in the playoffs. I think they might make the playoffs. Not against Nashville. You never know. Okay, final final game. game, December 13th, Wednesday night hockey. That's another thing. Um, NHL Network takes all of these games, and there have been, it feels like just so many games that I want to watch the past couple weeks have been on NHL Network, and I can't watch them. And I'm like... Talk to me. Talk to me. I'll get you hooked up. Okay, 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 okay. I'll get you hooked up. I don't know how, but I'll get you hooked up. Okay. Uh, But anyways, I just don't like NHL Network. It It bugs me. Anyways, no, NHL Network needs to be on YouTube TV, plain and simple. Literally, like on the base plan, because yeah, I think yeah. you can get it, but you have to pay like no, you can't $30 get it. It's more. not on. It's not available on YouTube TV. It's not. No. It used to be. No, it didn't. It was on Never? Fubo. No. Oh, it's been on Sling it's too. It's on. It's on. It's on common. It's on common cable, but not YouTube TV. I don't know why. That's idiotic. It's 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 stupid. Maybe NHL Network just has a thing against YouTube and Google. Who owns Google? Google. Who's Little the guy Google. that owns? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who does own Google. I don't know. I don't think it's probably a household name like Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or what's the name of the one Alphabet guy that Alphabet Incorporated. Jeff Bezos. Who? Alphabet Incorporated owns Google. Elf- Alphabet or Alphabet? Alphabet, as in like okay, because you said it like like it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was spelled weird because you said it like with an e sound. Anyways, yeah. Final game of the week, Wednesday night hockey. Not actually sure if it's on NHL Network or what. It is on NHL Network because it's is it? Fudge. Yep. Pittsburgh in Montreal. I think Pittsburgh's gonna win this game. They have to. They have to win this game. If they want to make the playoffs, they have to win this game. Well, if they want to make the playoffs, they just have to win. I don't care what game it is. Just you have to win consistently. Period. Let's start tonight in sunrise. Yeah. Uh Pittsburgh's gonna win this game by a score. Three nothing. Jim says Alex Pittsburgh's gonna win this game. Shut up. Jim says Alex uh, Alex is gonna win this game. <laughs> Pittsburgh's gonna win this game by yes. a score of three to one. Man, you me like and him that? have the How same I... brain. Yeah, I thought you were going to say zero. I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins this game by a score of Montreal 1, Pittsburgh 6. Jabers, crapers. Okay. Ricardo Kell coming back from injury. With Dude, I wish. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Recap of our predictions for the week. First game, December 9th, Vegas at Dallas. Abby and Andrew both said Dallas. Abby with a score of four to two. Andrew with a score of four to three in overtime. Jim said Vegas five to three. December 9th again, Ottawa at Detroit. Everyone said Ottawa. Jim and Abby both with a score of three to one. And Andrew with a score of seven to two. December 12th, Toronto at New York Rangers. The Rangers were the consensus across the board. Abby with a score of four to one. Jim with a score of one, nothing. And Andrew with a score of four to two. Philadelphia at Nashville the same night, Tuesday, December 12th. Jim and Abby both said Philly four to three in overtime. Andrew said Nashville three to one. And finally, Wednesday, December 13th, Pittsburgh at Montreal. Pittsburgh's across the board. Abby with a score of three, nothing. Jim with a score of three to one. And Andrew with a score of six to one. And we'll see who comes out victorious at the end of the week. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm smelling that. And that smells like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's his five and a week right there. I, I, I think I disagree with you, but if it's a five and a week for you, then it's a four a week for me, I think. So, yeah, uh, so I'll take it. Is that right? Is yeah, because right? we... the only one I picked different was Philly. And then yeah, dad, that's dad picked Vegas different from us. So then it would be. Oh, dad, dad picked Vegas and Philly different from you. Yeah. But Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so you know that would I'm be okay. great. That would be great. If it, if it was a five, a week for you four a week for me, and then it would be, or a four, one week for me. And then a three, two week for dad. And you'd be tied with dad. Boom. 
That's where we're going, boys. So moving let's on make up, it like the old movies, the old show let's says. Moving on up. Moving on up. All right. One last thing I would like to say. Go. Um, the internet was broken by the game, the the Vancouver, New Jersey game the other night. Oh, that's right. You wanted to bring this up. Yeah, I think the 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 Hughes brothers are like the next era of NHL hockey, and I'm very very I'm very here for it because I I saw a video and it was like Quinn Hughes is in Norris. He's going to end the season top three Norris voting, if not Norris winner. Jack Hughes at the end of the season, he's going to be top three heart, if not, you know, winning the heart. And Luke Hughes is going to be top three Calder voting, if not winning the Calder. Probably not winning the Calder with Bedard, but you never know. And so, like, this is talent that we haven't never seen from siblings in the NHL ever. And I'm just really here for it because – I love the idea of like sibling rivalry, but also like sibling camaraderie and like building like families just supporting each other. And I think it's awesome to see that like and to see the NHL supporting that, which obviously Mm -hmm. they're doing it because they can make money off of it. But also it's just like it's really cool. I love family dynamics and to get to see that on the ice and then like in interviews and things. I just love it. So I hope the NHL keeps doing more of that. It's awesome. Yeah, I just I wish the bro- the the people who come out of like this stuff like if they had more personality because the Hughes brothers are so boring. Yeah. Like I wish Zegers had a couple brothers in the NHL because that would be exciting. You know, because they're he's got so much more personality. The Hughes are just so vanilla. Uh, that's that's fair. I think hockey they're players like, in general can be kind of boring in interviews yeah. and stuff because like certain aspects of their personalities probably or like things that they enjoy doing aren't necessarily appropriate to broadcast on television either. So, yeah, but I mean, you just look at the NFL players and they've got personality while also being right. Most of them. I, d- I don't uh, like know though. Proper, proper boys. If that makes that's, sense. you know, that's fair. That's fair. I think though, just the culture in the NHL, I think I think the Hughes boys have a lot of personality. I think the culture of the NHL just doesn't support that, which is frustrating. What personality, like people being themselves. Individual, yeah, individuals. Yeah, right. They're like it's a team sport, which is great because it is, and support yes. each other, awesome. Like support causes, awesome. But like every player in the NHL, pretty much ever, there have been a few, but. Like Leon Dreisaitl, he's his own person. Like, but everyone else in like interviews and stuff, they're just so two D. It's the same responses yep. every time. Get pucks deep. Yeah, like <laughs> great, great setup from from Smitty there. And it's like it's ridiculous. But, um, I think I don't know what needs to change. Maybe get a new commissioner that hasn't been there for eighty five years. Um, yeah. To like bring the NHL into a new era of like allowing players to be who they are and like to like bring their personality and because i mean what makes a football player so much more interesting i think they're just more comfortable you know what i mean you watch these you watch these videos of nhl nfl players and they're just so chill they're doing what they love and they're having a great time and like nhl players when they're on the ice they're just like that that's why everyone loves the mic'd up because you can see their personalities but when they're yeah, in interviews, that's true. stone face. That's true. Stone face. And I think it's just the media makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. And and Emily Kaplan the, makes people uncomfortable. The, the culture, it just makes people <laughs> like not want to be themselves. But you know these guys have great personalities because you saw that video of Johnny Goudreau at what's his at name's part, wedding. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Uh, Matthew Kachuk's. Matthew Kachuk's. Matthew Kachuk's wedding. Was, was it Kachuk? It probably was Matthew. Who's, I don't remember whose wedding it was, but he was like yeah. getting down on the floor and, and Mitch Marner, he was dancing or no, uh, Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. They were going hard on the dance floor. But like, you don't see yeah. that in interviews because guys aren't comfortable enough to be themselves in this league. And I think that's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's true. So that being said, because think about it, when the Hughes brothers retire, we could have like the man, like we were talking about the Manning cast, but with the Hughes brothers. That would be so funny. Oh, dude. Cause I, I think, think it'd be- Oh, uh, I, I think I think they're so much more interesting than their interviews make them out to be. Like as people, yeah. 
Oh, uh, and Jack, Jack, I feel like is one of like he's more outgoing than the other two because he seems to be a little more comfortable in interviews and stuff. Well, I think he's been doing it but, more because he was a first round draft pick for like the first like like they were like he's the next big thing. The right. two years before his draft, so he had to get used to the the media and everything. Right. Where Quinn Hughes was what, a seventh, seventh Seven. pick in the draft. No, he so was like, second. He was second. No, he was seventh. Quinn Hughes was seventh, I think. I was, I could have sworn he was second overall. Because no, Vancouver was really good in the the mid two, like not really good, but they were better than getting a second overall pick after Elias Patterson got. Hang on. Got drafted. Quinn Hughes. <laughs> seventh overall by the Canucks in 2018. No way, really? Yep. I could have sworn he was second. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, and then Luke Hughes was fourth overall, I believe, by the yes. Devils. Yeah, Luke was fourth because that was just this past year or the year before. I don't remember. Yeah. It was very recent. It wasn't last year. It was two years ago, 2022. But anyway. Hey, yeah. he's your age. Is he really? 2003, baby? Yep, 03, 20 baby. years old. Let's go. And Jack is a 01, baby. 01, baby, just like you. Just like me. And then Quinn just is like 99, you. so... Loser, old man, yeah, not twenty four. My gosh, Ugh. Ugh. so old. Anyway, anyways, that's our opinion. Thank- Get a new commissioner, NHL. We've been we've Please. been petitioning that for the last three years. Someone should really just start a petition and like walk around Toronto. Hey, you want to sign my petition to get a new to get Gary commissioner? There. Like Gary Batman, he's been fine, but. He's just been there for too long, and I think they just need a new voice. And did you see what the, that whole ridiculous stuff that they did with Mark Andre Fleury about his Native American heritage mask? Because his wife no. has Native American heritage. He had yeah. a mask custom made, and the NHL said, "You can't wear that. You can't even wear it in practice. You can't even wear it in warmups, or we'll fine you and the Wild." And he did it anyways. And I don't think he got fined for it, but the NHL just needs to like stop wait why couldn't he because of i like, have no the, idea that, is it because they're pushing down on the the causes initiative like i have no, no idea which i think no is pride so, tape no i think it's so dumb but i saw a video the other day and it said there should be a charity cause night for every team in the nhl where each individual player chooses a cause a charity whatever to wear a mm-hmm. warm-up jersey for tape whatever like if you're jewish heritage and you want to wear you know the star of david tape or if you're yeah like for pride or if you're a christian yep. or if you're whatever if you're fighting cancer whatever these causes are you you wear your jersey you wear like your tape your yeah. gear whatever I, this you're, night you're... during warm-ups better idea i just think that's such a good Make idea it a month Make it a month. The or NFL month. this month is there. It's my clates, my cause. And they get specially yes. designed cleats. They can wear them every game for the next month. And and it's raising awareness. Like uh uh DeAndre Hopkins, he has a his mom has a charity for de- fighting against domestic violence because she lost her eyesight due to a domestic violence incident. And she he's wearing cleats that have that charity on yeah. them. And it's like and the and, NFL knows how to do things. That's why and, they're the best league in America. Yeah, that's why they're uh, North America, a, a several hundred million dollar organization. Hundred billion dollars, billion. Is billion. it billions now? It used it's to be billions. billions. Yeah. Um, Jacob Slavin. No one's going to hear about this, but Jacob Slavin on Instagram, he's been supporting. Um. Oh, what is it? Uh. Domestic. Uh. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Human trafficking. He's been. Mm-hmm raising money to support this charity that gets kids and women out that of human fights trafficking. human trafficking. Yes. And yeah. um, that's his cause. And he's just had to campaign campaign on social media for it. But like, imagine if you had a night or a month where you could wear, you could have the stick tape, yep. wear the jerseys, put it on your helmet, whatever, you know, yeah. I just, oh. the NHL the has NHL so many opportunities to ran. do good things. They just, aren't doing it oh it's so anyway, frustrating we need to wrap this up we thank do you guys love thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast uh 
If you want more from us, you can follow us on the socials in the, the show description. Make sure you subscribe to the to the feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. Everywhere uh, that podcasts are available. Um, special thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook for supporting the podcast. And, and, uh, and, and what? And the Hockey Podcast Network. And the Hockey Podcast Network for distributing the podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen. Uh, please... If you are still here, we appreciate you listening this far. Please make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also rate us on Spotify now um, because it helps us get out there into the algorithm. Uh, Again, use code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook to get free bonus bets. And um, until next time, I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. Whoop, whoop.